Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. true test if you were singing along be bopping even if you were nodding your head well then i know we are kindred spirits you can't listen to that song even if you despise the backstreet boys but who despises the backstreet boys they're brilliant i used to be a closet backstreet boys fan and then i just decided i would be out there in all of my glory it i love the backstreet boys i might have seven cds from the backstreet boys that was back when it was important to buy cds for your collection (laughs) Anyway, that'll wake you up on a Friday, and yeah, it's okay to bebop. It's okay to dance. It's okay to nod. It's all right to sing out loud, even if you can't believe it. You can't, you wouldn't be caught dead doing it, and yet you know. I know that you know that I know that you know that I know that you're doing it. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Good morning, I just had a colleague tell me happy Friday. I had another colleague tell me happy payday. Boom, baby. Oh, that's early. It's bonus. It's a bonus boom, if you will. Uh, I'm trying to tell you in some way, shape, or form that the Thursday night football game was, I mean, it was your loss, really, if you missed it. But I also try to stay honest here on the show as much as possible. No, I'm not telling you there aren't times when I embellish or I use hyperbole. I exaggerate a bit, but I'm not exaggerating when I tell you that Jason Kelsey on the set and highlight in the first quarter were really the most entertaining elements of the game. Gill's punt chases Smith Marset inside the 25, breaks a tackle, gets the 25. He's got the 30, 35, 40. Smith Marset's got a chance. He's got midfield down the right sideline, 35, past the punter, still in bounds, 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Amir Smith Marset, 76 yards, house call. It was great. Got the ball in my hands. Um, my blockers did a tremendous job sealing eight guys off. I was able to make one cut and then just hit the gas and, um, you know, get past everybody and not get attacked by the punter. 
there's that from Thursday Night Football, the fifth punt return touchdown of the NFL this season. And we're often running into, pun intended, into week number 10. Yay. We've got the after hours game of the week poll. Even if Panthers and Bears was on a Sunday or a Monday, we still wouldn't have it in the after hours game of the week poll unless we were doing some reverse psychology on your butts. Uh, no, this is just your regular standard vote now for the after hours game of the week. We had some lively balloting already and two of the games are out distancing the others at this point. Anyway, there's still a long way to go. We, generally keep this poll running until right before kickoff on Sunday. There is a second Frankfurt game uh, that's coming up on Sunday morning. That's not in the poll either. Uh, Instead, we're going AFC North, Browns and Ravens. Man, this is a critical stretch for the Ravens. Well, really for every team in the AFC North, but Browns at Baltimore. And then next Thursday, Al Michaels has nothing to complain about. Next Thursday, we get Bengals at Ravens. We'll see whether or not the balance of power has shifted back in the AFC North. But here's what I say. If the Ravens come through these next two games and they go 2-0 and they're 9-2, oh, yeah, they are the team to beat in the AFC. And that's not disrespectful to Kansas City. Kansas City has more playoff experience in Patrick Mahomes' little finger than most of the rest of these teams do the way that they have navigated pretty much every scenario under the sun, you do not doubt the Chiefs ever. Still don't underestimate the Chiefs ever. But the Ravens, as I say, if they come through these next two games and they're 9-2, and two, everything they've been through, their defense is dynamic and delicious. And, hmm, their defense is also... It's, it's bold and it's brash and it's battle-tested. You know I love my alliteration. Uh, more so than the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs get every team's best shot, but the Ravens in that division is different because of every team being above 500, because of the style that they play, the rivalries. They're so firmly entrenched and so nasty. They always feature extracurricular activity. The benefit is that Baltimore gets to host both these games. But I tell you what, isn't that the goal right now for Baltimore? You keep on chugging, and you may very well be the number one seed and have the chance to host in the postseason. We've also got Niners-Jaguars, and this is critical, too, because the Niners have lost three games in a row. They're making a change. They're pulling their defensive coordinator down to the field. So previously, he was relaying plays. Steve Wilkes was relaying plays to their linebackers coach. But Kyle Shanahan wants a change. Their their defense has fallen off in the past few weeks. The numbers are different. Now, part of that is on the offense, not holding the ball as long, not scoring as many points. How about the turnovers from Brock Purdy and others? So that obviously puts the defense in some tough positions at times. But they're giving up a lot more yards, uh, and the scoring against them has certainly climbed in the last three weeks. And income. Well, not income. The Jaguars are hosting, so the Niners have to go cross-country to Jacksonville, coming off a bye, no less, as are the Niners. And they've got a a great offense with a bunch of veterans. Kind of funny to think of Trevor Lawrence as a veteran, but with 10 rookies making starts at the NFL position or the quarterback position this season already, yeah, Trevor Lawrence is a veteran. (laughs) Plus, they're the defending champions in the AFC South. They got a lot of weapons. So those two games right now are the front runners. But you can vote on our show Twitter, After Hours CBS. We've got 
Another chance for you to hear your Hall of Flame, not fame, flame. Put the L in there. Flame it out. Flamers. Uh, Hall of Flame candidates in 15 minutes here on the show. That poll is up and running. Uh, We're going to let that go for the next 23 hours or so. So we'll reveal on Sunday night. And also, you're running out of time. A couple days left to send your random guesses. It's, It's just random guesses. Uh, for the after-hours Zoom room, we just want you to select a number between 1 and 1,000. This is actually pinned to the top of our show Twitter, uh, and I'm retweeting them even now as I talk about them because I'm so talented that I can talk and tweet at the same time. Is that a skill that anyone should brag about? Probably not. Not? Not? It's a talent, I'd say. Would you? Not one that I need to be cultivating. Such a good word. Uh, I'd own it. Own it. Would you own it? Yeah. Except you can't do anything and talk at the same time. No. But I didn't say I could. <laughs> That's true. Wow. It's a little defensiveness there. I was just pointing out that a lot of guys that I know are not great multitaskers. Bob stinks at it. No, I'll admit. Like, if I'm texting or or have to send a message, I can't be focused right. on anything well, else. Well, this is how I know. Because you and I are on the phone sometimes right. and we're planning for shows. And I say, hey, can you send a text to someone? And you're like, oh, right. All right, I'll do it right now. And then you stop talking for Silent. a good 30, 40 seconds. So, yeah, this is how I know. I wasn't insulting Jay. I was going from past experience. So, the fact that I can tweet and talk at the same time. Again, not sure it's a skill I need to be proud of. But it is what it is. I hate that phrase. A skill it's, a skill. It's after, <laughs> it's after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. So, yes, number between one and a thousand. We're going to do a holiday flair for the after hours Zoom room, meaning you got to be dressed up in ugly Christmas sweaters. That's the goal. So, we'll do it end of Thanksgiving, end of uh, November, early December. So, yeah, three reasons to check out either Twitter or Facebook now. Facebook page named after the show. That's super easy. Vote for the TD of the week. Vote for the After Hours Hall of Flame inductee of your choice. And then send your random guess a number between 1 and 1,000. And the five closest guesses get to dress up in ugly Christmas sweaters and hang out with Jay. Oh, and I might be around too. But Jay really is the star of the show. All right. Uh, I stalled long enough. Back to the Thursday night football game. Jay knows. I mean, I did watch it. Uh, There's that. But it's maybe not fair because I get paid to watch football. (laughs) I'll say this about Tyson Bajan. No sacks. No turnovers. If nothing else, that bodes well for the Bears offense. Second down and goal at the four-yard line. Bajan with a back to his right. Mooney in motion. He hands off. Foreman. Twisting, diving into the end zone for the touchdown. Touchdown. Bears have the lead. 15-10 on a three-yard run, four-yard run by the big hoss, Deontay Foreman against his old team. Number 21 is in the end zone. Middle of the third quarter, Jeff Joniak on Bears Radio, and Jay just said in my ear, would you like to tell people? You can paraphrase if you don't want to tell people exactly what you said, because I have an answer. I do have an answer. Go ahead. He's just so enthusiastic still about the game, and it was just so bad to that point. Except there is a lot riding on it for Chicago, and I will explain coming up. Oh, teasing. So, yes, Jeff Joniak is excited because of the possible implications This was a game of a lot of field goals. That was the only offensive touchdown. (laughs) And it actually wasn't offensive. We had one special teams TD, 
one running TD, rushing TD for the Chicago Bears. And then we did have the late drama, if you were still watching, of the Panthers trying to drive and get themselves into field goal range for a late try. But here's the deal. If you watch the game, you know this. These two teams spent most of the 60 minutes going back and forth between the 40s. That's all it was. There were, I think, three total trips into the red zone. So Deontay Foreman scored from four yards out. Great. Most of the game was spent slogging back and forth between the 35 and the 40-yard lines. Yeah. They didn't get very deep. But on the last possession for the Panthers, 15 plays, 15 plays, a pair of fourth down conversions. Here's the crazy part. All that got them was a 59-yard field goal try. His career long is 56. 140 to go. Panthers have two timeouts, so if they don't make this, the Bears win it with a first down. Jansen to snap. Hecker puts it down. Pinero's kick is up. It's not going to get there. It's short. The kick is no good, and Chicago takes over near midfield. The Panthers still have two timeouts. There's 135 to go. And the only chance now for Carolina, you have to get Chicago off the field with a three and out. A first down ends the game. A first down did end the game. And he's Schroff on Panthers radio. And again, give credit to Tyson. He reminds me a little bit of the spirit of, of Josh Dobbs. That sounded like Josh was dead and gone in like a ghost or something. No, I just mean the way the two approach the games, they're fearless. They've got zero to lose. Why not go out there and give it every ounce of energy that you've got and learn on the job. Tyson may or may not ever have this experience again, right? So he's made a handful of starts now for the Bears because Justin Fields is hurt. He's an undrafted, unscripted from the category of you can't make this stuff up. Division two product. His dad is a world-class arm wrestling champion. And actually they showed that on the Amazon Prime (laughs) broadcast. It's kind of funny. So maybe that's where he gets his moxie and his confidence from. Is he the next Tom Brady? No. Is he the next Baker Mayfield? No. But he's Tyson Bajan, and he doesn't care. He's out there doing what he can, and he's getting better, which I think is impressive. So as much as the no turnovers, no sacks thing stands out, and and Bryce Young didn't turn the ball over either, what also stands out to me is that on third and seven, In the final 90 seconds of the game, he completes an eight-yard pass to Darnell Mooney and picks up the first down. And then he gets to kneel. And there is no greater feeling, I would say. Well, one of the top three feelings for a a quarterback is to be able to kneel down on a big win. I suppose throwing a touchdown pass with six seconds to go to to win is probably right up there, too. (laughs) Maybe it's anticlimactic, but not if you know what it means. So good for Tyson Bajan, and he continues to get better, and good for the Bears. Now, here's the reason why Jeff Joniak is still excited and Bears fans are still excited. First of all, it's a win, and those are hard to come by these days, really, for the Bears. But also, it's a double whammy. By beating Carolina, now follow me here, by beating Carolina, the Bears keep the Panthers in the running for the overall number one draft pick next season. Guess what happens to the Panthers' number, well, their Panthers' top draft pick next year? It goes to the Bears. Duh, Bears. 
right now, and and this obviously is subject to change, but with Carolina at one and eight and Arizona at one and eight, the tie break for whatever reason goes to Carolina. I have no idea why. Don't ask me. The Panthers would promptly hand that pick to the Bears, which means right now, even with that third win, the Bears would pick first and fifth. Oh, that is a franchise-changing draft if you play it right. And we know they don't always, <clears throat> Mitch Trubisky, they don't always play it right. But there's a lot of rumblings that they're ready to move on from Justin Fields. In large part because of the style of play lends itself to injuries. They can't win without him on the court. Oh, my God, the court. <laughs> Sorry, it's a Friday. They can't win without him on the field consistently. But also, he puts himself at risk. And there's been a disconnect, obviously, between the head coach and the quarterback. So Chicago right now, in beating the Panthers on Thursday night, would draft first and fifth. I'm not saying they're tanking. They're obviously not. These guys are still playing hard. In fact, DJ Moore said we still have something to play for. I mean, the NFC, I guess you do. In your own division, you certainly do. But this was a double whammy. That's why Jeff Joniak is excited. Matt Eberflus on the spirit of his rookie QB. He's done a really good job. You know, as a rookie, think about it, as a rookie quarterback, you know, he goes two and two. Um, and uh, you know, just... You know, coming coming into the NFL, you know, to operate an offense the way he did, and and to do a really good job, and, and you know, sound. What what was really good today was that, you know, he's always done a really good job avoiding sacks, you know, um, throughout the course of the four games that he's played. But what he did well today was, he didn't put the ball in harm's way, and gave us a chance to win. Going out with a win is obviously fantastic, uh, you know, for for the team and. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know if this is it. You know, nothing really changes for me with you know the preparation how I'm attack every week. Um, but you know, learn that it's really hard to win in the NFL. So appreciate all all the wins and um, just really I appreciate the team. You know, staff and player included. They've all rallied behind me extremely well. And you know, always you know I never had a doubt for a second that they all had my back. Bears defense was great. Montez Sweat in the mix now. They only allow 213 yards. So you hear the rookie quarterback, Tyson Bajan, his path to the NFL, polar opposite of Bryce Young's, right? I mean, the reason why the Bears have the Panthers' number one pick next year is because Panthers traded up to get Bryce Young. Whether or not you believe this was Frank Reich's first choice, I think we we know we'd heard that he was leaning towards C.J. Stroud, but that's not who they have. They have Bryce Young, and right now, Bryce is at a loss. I mean, you can hear him try to figure out what the heck. I, I know it starts with me, but we don't know what to do. Our defense ball, great game, start to finish. We have to be better. I have to be better first and foremost. I have to be. I have to be a lot better. So you know, we have to be better. We we. It's frustrating. It's very frustrating. He said it multiple times. It's frustrating. I have to be better. We have to be better. It's just there's not a lot of movement. There's not a lot of forward motion. And Frank said the same thing. They're struggling just to, to go forward, forget neutral. We're not scoring points on offense. we got to be better. I believe we will be better. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's how I feel. And listen, this is, you know, it, when we say, I don't think we have any unrealistic expectations that, you know, it's not like we're saying um, – talked about this before scoring's down we just got to figure out play well enough to win football games 
That's really what I'm concerned about is winning. Um, I'm not worried about how many yards or what the stats are. I'm concerned about playing winning football. Frank Reich, head coach of the Carolina Panthers. I think the idea of firing him and starting over is ludicrous. If David Tepper continues to pull out the plant at its roots and just start over with a new plant, you're never going to see any blooms. You're never going to see any fruit. Oh, that was kind of a good analogy, a good metaphor. He just keeps changing, 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 changing. Constant change in sports equals constant losing. You've got to give Frank Reich an opportunity to work with Bryce Young, number one. Number two, name me the top three wide receivers for the Carolina Panthers. They traded away their top wide receiver to the Bears. Adam Thielen. It's right now a collection of pieces that don't just, it's a collection of pieces from about 17 different puzzles and they don't all fit together. He needs some time. Bryce needs some time. The offensive line, it needs some time. So I know we're impatient in sports. I get it. We're extremely fickle. We're not logical. We're not rational. But th- it's never going to get better. Well, it's it's going to be hard to do without another top draft pick. But it's never going to get better if you don't give it some time. They got to invest. And he's going to have to be patient. That's not his strong suit. But he's going to have to be patient. Meaning Mr. Tepper. All right, coming up. Your chance to, again, hear the candidates for the After Hours Hall of Flame. We haven't done one of these inductions since March. It's fantastic. Trust me, you will laugh out loud. And who doesn't need that early on a Friday morning? It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. We're talking about practice. On After Hours, the biggest meltdowns in sports history. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I'm a man! I'm 40! I want to eat his children! Are immortalized with an infamous distinction. Can't do it. They are who we thought they were. You play to win the game. Now it's time for Amy Lawrence to bring you tonight's candidates for the After Hours Hall of Flame. Put that in your practice, folks. Here's Amy Lawrence. It's It's called maturity. It's your job. What in the was that? No days off. No days off. Take that for data. Baby actually stuck her finger up her nose. The ref really wasn't even listening, listening to nothing that I was saying. For what? I didn't know. Why don't you just run it? You know, just, that, that's, a, that's a really good thought. I tried to activate my glutes as best I could. Rude to. Listen to that! Bend over backwards and be honest and direct with you guys, and you stick it right up my and the team. But I'm sick of it. I'm here, so I won't get fined. LAPD is called. <laughs> if you're not going to punch me in my face when you see me, then shut up. Stop it right now! <laughs> We're still here! Our roster looks great on paper. Whoop the hell. All right. They're very fiery under under the covers. What kind of mythical powers does a Sun Devil have? We've got to consider that. I'm going to say the Wildcat's out. Uh, the Trojan, is he? does he have a horse or is he on foot? Does he have a bow and arrow or just his sword? The Bruin, definitely formidable. If I get the Rona, on top of that, if I get the Rona... Hell, I would rather die than to live the rest of my life in fear and wearing a damn man. You should not be here. Someone has run on the field. Some guy with a brawl. 
He's pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. He's being chased to the 30. He breaks a tackle from a security guard. The 20, down the middle, the 10, the 5. He slides at the 1. Pull up your pants. Take off the bra and be a man. Lord, now they're cuffing him. But pull up his drawers, whatever you do. I came in, they're like, yo, you got to, like, show, like, you got to be the dog. And I'm like, Man, we got dogs. We got dogs, you hear me? Milwaukee, we... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So yeah, I thought about just mooning them. A big old chocolate ass and met life. Hey, I got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. You gotta fight for your right to party! Oh my gosh. Well, we've had some classics inducted into the After Hours Hall of Fame, most recently post-Super Bowl, or post AFC Championship, uh, Travis Kelsey, though it could have been post-Super Bowl as well. And who knew that his star would get even bigger than last season? It's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. Are you ready for the brand new candidates for the After Hours Hall of Flame? Here's the dealio, yo. You want to vote on our show Twitter, After Hours CBS. I'll retweet as well, A-Law Radio, plus our Facebook page. Lots of you weighing in. If you're a podcast listener, the poll will run all the way through Friday. So you can vote as you hear the sound of my voice. Let's start with a longtime radio host who should know better. um, But either he didn't do his homework or he just doesn't give a crap. The Colts are also well coached. Uh, And they have Mishaw. And Mishaw is a very... Very confident backup. Very different offense with Mishaw. But they'll probably have to play Mishaw this week. At least he got the confident part, right? (laughs) Mishaw. Yes, in fact, Gardner Mishaw. Or we just call him Gardner if you want. That's a little easier. Very confident backup. At least he knows that he's confident. I'm not sure about competent, but confident. Yes. Very different offense with Mishaw. (laughs) That's your boy, Mike Francesa. He's uh, supposed to be retired, but keeps coming back to drop nuggets like that one. So is it Mike Francesa and Gardner Mishaw? Mishaw. Or let's go baseball now. Because after 
The Houston Astros reached a seventh consecutive American League Championship Series. It was actually Justin Verlander who was leading the postgame celebration. All right, all right. Come on. All right, uh, boys, this is uh, this is one of those seasons, you know, nothing went our f- way early. We battled through injuries. Yeah. Um, we f- grinded. I wasn't even f- here. <laughs> I'm happy to be back. Yeah. Seventh f- time. Seventh f- time. All right. Don't look that. Don't take that for granted. On seven. Everybody pop these motherfuckers. rich because Justin Verlander has been there for all seven with a detour to New York. Well, and the first one, he was in Detroit for half the season before he got traded. It's just, it blows my mind. And yet, unscripted, he drops that little part in. Well, Boys, this is uh, this is one of those seasons, you know, nothing went our f- way early. We battled through injuries. Yeah. Um, grinded. We f- grinded. I wasn't even f- here. <laughs> I don't know why, Jane, I find that so comical. But, yeah, Justin Verlander up for induction into the After Hours Hall of Flame before he gets to Cooperstown in the Hall of Fame. Everybody pop these motherfuckers. Jonathan Allen. Now, our poll on Twitter says Jay Allen. There's lots of different Allens. But this is Jonathan Allen, who was so pissed off after the commanders lost to the Giants that he goes on a tirade and and poor Philadelphia just got caught up in the anger. The lack of focus on our part, a lack of attention to detail, not starting fast and creating holes that are too big for us to overcome in the second half. So I'm tired of this. Fucking tired of this. It's been seven years of the same. Tired of this. Get our minds right and get ready to play Philadelphia. I mean, I get it. The commanders don't like the Eagles, but why are you going to drag Philadelphia into it? Philadelphia. <laughs> that is classic Hall of Flame rant because he's ticked off. I'm he's tired of this. It's not like Verlander is happy and just happens to drop a bunch of F-bombs, though it's, it's comical. Nah, Jonathan Allen, and that was before they traded Montez Sweat and Chase Young. I wonder how he feels about it now. I'm tired of this. It's been seven years of the same And it goes seven years back. That's even pre-Ron Rivera, for heaven's sake. Whew. Tired of this I mean, I would be too. I just might not express it that way in front of a microphone. Finally, opposite end of the spectrum, Patrick Mahomes, part of NFL Films, and he just, he's a goof. We know he already sounds like Kermit the Frog, but he actually captures a different Muppet in this epic Hall of Flame rant where he is blasting other quarterbacks because they run out of the huddle, or excuse me, they run out of the tunnel into the stadiums without a whole lot of fanfare. I came out of the tunnel and was like, Don't, you're not yelling today. You just feel kind of, ah, ah. I watch every other quarterback run out of the tunnel and they just run out like this. And then I get out, come out, and I'm like, ah, ah, let's go! Ah, 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 ah. And then as I yell, I get myself more hyped. I feel like I could easily implicate, like I, I could totally imitate that and be implicated as an NFL QB. Are you ready? It's like Cookie Monster. Why is he so strange? <laughs> I love Patrick Mahomes. I am a Patrick Mahomes shill. He reminds me why I love sports every time he plays. Raw, 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 raw. <laughs>
<laughs> He's the cookie monster. <laughs> All right. On that note, producer Jay, are you ready to cast your ballot? Because I've decided on mine, but... We, oh, and by the way, we got a Justin Verlander vote from Marco Belletti, who cast his earlier. You're up next, my friend. It's a really tough one. Pressure's it's, a, on. it's a good class. It is a really good class for induction. My initial one, I had, I wanted to go with the Mishaw and the Francesa, but after hearing it's Mahomes, just so wrong. After hearing Mahomes a couple times more, that one is just ah, so rah, funny. Rah, rah. <laughs> I watch every other quarterback run out the tunnel and they just run out like this. <laughs> Need dead pants. <laughs> that doesn't intimidate anyone. His <laughs> own so teammates are probably laughing at him. What is this guy doing? <laughs> oh, he's such a nerd and yet it's so great. Meanwhile, Tom Brady used to run out to let's play bingo. So intense. And Mahomes, nah, he's making people laugh. He's not showing their teeth, if you will. I think I got to put my vote there. You're going Patrick Mahomes. All right. You ready for mine? I'm ready. I'm going Jay Allen or Jonathan Allen to you because it's classic. He go he just loses his mind. He rips the commanders not just for that game, but for seven years. I'm tired of this it's been seven years of the same <laughs> And then he decides to rope Philadelphia into it and drops a bleeping Philadelphia. <laughs> just... Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, we got you. Oh, my gosh. How long is he holding that in? Seven years, I suppose. Seven years. Yeah, seven years. And then he just decided that I've had enough. Today's the day. <laughs> Today's your lucky day, reporter. And then two weeks later, we'll trade everyone else on the team. <laughs> All right, Hall of Flame induction. Haven't done one since March. We have saved some great candidates. So uh, I'm retweeting right now. I think I did retweet. Can't tell if I retweeted. I'll retweet it again just to be just to be sure. Uh, it's actually called reposting now on Twitter, and but it's also on Facebook. Very different offense with Michelle. <laughs> oh, just stop it. All right, it's at the top of your feed, After Hours CBS or A-Law Radio. You can vote for your Hall of Flame inductee, and we're going to wait for the podcast listeners. They're stragglers, but we allow them to participate anyway. Uh, so cast your vote now, and then we will unveil, reveal your choice for Hall of Flame inductee. It's You're immortalized. Let's go! <laughs> uh, that comes up on Sunday night into Monday. All right. I just I feel my cheeks hurt from laughing. Here's our latest sports update. (laughs) Why would you do that to me? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Hurry back to throw. And it is. Is it tossed? Oh, my goodness, it's tossed. DeAndre Hopkins caught it. Back from under center. Steps back. Throws the fade. Cooper Cook's got it. Touchdown, L.A. Burrow back to throw. Looking. Firing deep got for him. Chase in the end zone. Oh, He's yeah. got it. Yes. Touchdown. Hey. Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Mahomes fires for the end zone. Caught. Touchdown, Kansas City! And off to Eckler again. No, Herbert keeps it. End zone touchdown! Chargers! Herbert with his second of the day. Here's the snap. Josh going to keep it himself and run it again inside the five. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo! Josh Allen, nine-yard touchdown run. The Bills respond and then some. It's time for QB News on After Hours. In the AFC North, one of the After Hours Game of the Week candidates, many of you are piling on, and why not? It's going to be a doozy. Knockdown, drag out, no doubt, but considering that every team in the North Division is above 500, Ravens, Browns will set the tone. It will strike a chord, if you will. Lamar Jackson is a different quarterback this year, have you noticed? Yes, he's also got a different offensive coordinator, but he's growing as... Not just a quarterback on the field, but one in the locker room. I'm more vocal than I was before. Um, early on, I was just wanting to learn, you know, um, the ins and outs of defenses in the NFL. But now, like me just seeing them each and every week, different defenses every week, um, I got a lot more questions. Um, I see certain things, and then I want to just tell coach, like, yeah, we should try to put this in, put this in the game plan, stuff like that. It's been a lot of fun to see. Now, the defense gets a ton of credit, but even as the offense tries to sprout a little bit, spread its wings, you do still see the dominance with the run game. Last week, nearly 300 yards rushing for the Baltimore Ravens. And so between the ball control game and the fact that they can run opposing defenses into the ground by holding the ball for, I don't know, eight, nine, ten minutes. Uh, It's certainly impressive the way that their defense can get the ball back so quickly in the hands of Lamar Jackson. So that Keaton Mitchell 40-yard rush in traffic against the Seahawks last week put him up 30-3, to and Lamar didn't even have to play in the fourth quarter. So it was actually Tyler Huntley who had the passing touchdown to OBJ. As for Deshaun Watson, he's back on the field. He's healthy, and yeah, there's nothing easy about walking into Baltimore. They're very talented. I mean, they know exactly what they want to do. A lot of guys played a lot of football, uh, very depth, uh, a lot of depth in their defense, and, um, you know, they they make you earn everything. So, uh, you know, they coach very well, um, very great players, and, you know, you got to go out there and, and try to deserve each and every yard. Speaking of defenses, the Browns are coming off a shutout of the Cardinals, and that was at the dog pound. Now they hit the road, and here's what Cleveland wants to do. They want to keep it as ugly as possible, and that's actually a compliment. They want to keep the game as muddied up 
and as ugly and as challenging and as difficult as possible. Uh, Miles Garrett getting a lot of your votes for Defensive Player of the Year. To this point, they've led with defense, but so do the Ravens. So who uh, cannot wait? One of those throwback football games. As for the Pittsburgh Steelers, they're trying to find a rhythm on offense. Uh, And so for them now to try to have different weapons, not just George Pickens, who's frustrated, uh, but also they want to work the ball to Deontay Johnson. They want to make sure they establish a run game with Najee Harris. There's so much there. And Kenny Pickett, what does the offense look like when it's running on all cylinders? Balance attack that can put up points, and you know we've shown it in spurts, and it hasn't been consistent enough. So we need to get we need to get consistent here, um, going in this back half of the season. Did I say running on all cylinders? You know me; I like to combine my cliches. So it's firing on all cylinders, but we haven't seen that from the Steelers yet. So you'll forgive me if I didn't get the cliche right. They've got the Packers coming up this weekend in Pittsburgh. It's an opportunity for them to keep pace with the rest of the AFC North. As for the Cincinnati Bengals, oh yeah, Cincinnati has got C.J. Stroud and the Texans in town. Coming up on Sunday, another candidate for after-hours game of the week. And yeah, you know, we could have Joe Burrow in front of a microphone telling you about the game, or you could hear this awesome sound from NFL Films of him in the huddle. Zilch left, 35, Wichita Macho Toe. I'm one, right? Dice right, F fly, Whiskey Brady. Dice right numbers, three jets, Spielberg. I'm one, right? Spielberg. Trey right closer, karate, can, 12 dual alert booty. I'm one, right? Booty! Frizzle left tight, F fly, pass 37, punch, waggle, help, baby dizzy, X fan on the turbo. On the turbo, right? <laughs> Football, man. Football. <laughs> that is awesome. I love those kinds of, of segments. I love NFL films. I love... When the the players are mic'd up, the whole show quarterback on Netflix, it's all good stuff like that. Yeah, he's awesome. Bengals have won four in a row, as have the Ravens. They're at five and three. So are the Browns. So are the Steelers. Man, the Texans are four and four, though, so watch out. C.J. Stroud, he's a huge fan of Joe Burrow. Definitely think that he's an MVP of this league. Like he's a top top five player every year. Has shown that ever since his, his second year. Really had a really good rookie year as well. Um, but uh, sadly got hurt. Um, but a lot of things uh, to learn from that guy. He's a, a hell of a leader um, and a, a really good person and somebody uh, that only isn't looking out for himself. But I mean, he sh- he's shot me a text over the year and congratulated me on some success and things like that and just mm. told me, gave me some advice and things like that. So um, shout out to Joe, man. He's, uh, I'm excited to line up against him and compete against those guys. Cincinnati defense is sneaky good. They've actually been extremely tough. And so here comes C.J. Stroud, fresh off 470 yards, five touchdowns, and a come-from-behind win. That is a game to watch this weekend. Trevor Lawrence, the Jacksonville Jaguars, off their bye, five wins in a row, hosting the Niners, who've fallen on some hard times. Three losses in a row for the Niners, and the Jaguars try to protect their home field, where actually they've been better on the road this year. The fans are going to be huge. I mean, obviously, we've got a lot of momentum right now, and they're a huge part of that. And just bringing that, you know, we've been really successful on the road this year. We need to we need to start winning at home more, and that's a big part of, you know, with our fans as well. And um, I know that's what they're looking forward to seeing. So we just need all we can get, all that home field advantage. 
It's not a game of the week candidate, but the Jets at the Raiders is another one of those nationally televised games, you know, because Aaron Rodgers was supposed to be the starter. Zach Wilson, he is probably the hate, most hated QB in America right now. My job as a quarterback is to 100% focus on how can I put this team in the best position possible. You know, I want the Jets fans to obviously hang with us and believe in us, and I hope they know as frustrated as they are, we're even more frustrated. I want them to know that I'm doing everything I absolutely can to be the best quarterback I can be, to help us get to the playoffs and more. So, producer Jay said in my ear, we have time for either Zach Wilson or Josh Allen, and the fact is the Bills, who need a real strong, solid 60 minutes of football, are hosting the Broncos on Monday night. So we thought we'd go with Zach Wilson instead. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Mind the gap. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to work that into <laughs> one of his play calls. Did, is he the one that used Taylor Swift a couple of weeks ago? I think it might have been him. Taylor Swift! Taylor Swift! Uh-huh. Hey, vote for the After Hours Game of the Week on Twitter, A-Law Radio, our show Twitter, After Hours CBS. While you're there, you can also choose the Hall of Flame inductee that needs to go in come early next week. It's awesome. Check out the podcast if you need to hear the candidates again. We love you. Have a good weekend. Talk Sunday night. It's After Hours CBS Sports Radio. Boom! Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.